because I know the path that I committed to after I looked at my past and realized I do not want to repeat that again. And I certainly don't, to everyone who's listening, want my past determining my future. If you haven't had a life that you really love and really enjoy, and if you haven't had experiences that give you hope or that help you to believe that something better could happen, it's going to be really hard to believe that the future is going to look anything different. Most of us are looking for hope, answers to the madness, certainty that we'll be okay, and someone safe to help guide us through the most challenging parts of our lives. In a world that's changing and evolving every single day where chaos, uncertainty, and cycles we never chose wreak havoc on our lives, it's easy to feel lost, hopeless, and scared of what the future will hold. Evolve Ventures is here to provide that hope direction and data-driven strategies to growth-minded human beings just like you every Monday and Thursdays, where each new episode is filled with vulnerable stories, interesting lessons, and simple tools you can use that will help you evolve into the person you were always meant to be. My name is Emilia. And I'm Bianca. And as the co-founders of Evolve Ventures, we are so grateful to be a part of your evolution. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, it's Bianca. And this is Amelia. And welcome to another episode of Evolve Ventures, where we are making evolution possible for growth-minded humans, just like every single one of you, through vulnerable lessons, stories, and technology. We hope you enjoyed our most recent episode, 167, Motivation Monday, Why Therapy Never Works. And that episode was... Awesome. Honestly, I love that episode. I love talking about therapy. I love talking about how to help people. I love talking about how to make therapy cool and growth. Yeah, cool, because it is cool, obviously. It's I mean, so it's Amelia cool. and I talking about it. We're but also, so cool. We're so cool. <laughs> but also how to make it actually work for you. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, head over, listen to 167. This is number 168, is your past determining your future? And what I really want to dive into in this episode and what my hope is for all of you at the end of this episode is to really see how much we actually take our past and how we take the events of our past and the things that we've been through and what we've gone through and we really make that as our barometer or as like our primary source of information to tell us what our future is going to look like. Because mm. here's the thing. All we know is our past. Right. That's That's all we know. All we know is what we've been through. And when you're taking the things that you've been through as the only measure for what your future is going to look like, if you haven't had a good past, you're going to believe that the future is going to look exactly the same. Mm. If you haven't had a life that you really love and really enjoy, and if you haven't had experiences that give you hope or that help you to believe that something better could happen, Mm-hmm. it's going to be really hard to believe that the future is going to look anything different because of something called confirmation bias. We look for what we know. We look for what we already know. Mm-hmm. So I'll use an example. 
everyone who has listened to this show for a period of time, Amelia's smirking because she knows exactly where I'm <laughs> headed with this. Hang tight, y'all. <laughs> Hang tight. We're about to go on a roller coaster. Yeah. No, it's, it'll be good. <laughs> anyone who knows me knows I have had hands down some of the worst relationships ever. Like just terrible, trash, absolute <laughs> trash. And I had a part in it, 100%, right? Mm-hmm. But if I was to believe that I'm never going to have a relationship, that every relationship in the future is going to be horrible because all of the ones in the past were terrible, why would I even try? Mm. Why would I believe that anything more could happen? And like I am not – I'm the first to admit I do think like that sometimes, right? It's hard not to latch on to that because it's like, well – I don't have evidence. Like, this is all I know. This is all I've ever seen. This is all that's ever been there. So, like, why would I believe that it's going to be any different? And that's where this episode comes in. (laughs) That's where we really want to help you to see how can you actually start to believe in a different life, in a different future, in a different outcome, when maybe you have had a lot of evidence to show you that something bad is going to happen again or if all of your past experience have been you know not ideal how do you actually work your way towards you know building that belief and getting that evidence and showing you that something more could happen so mm. um i want to i want to start off soft there yeah, I think um, what I wanted to pull into this episode is is really going to go very much hand in hand with that be, you know, because I think that while we can all look back at our past and have trash relationships or trashy experiences and <laughs> what I mean by that is it didn't turn out the way that we intended it or wanted it to, right? We all have one of those, right? I wanted to come into from the frame of that as well. So um, for those of you who may have not had heard some of these, I might be actually telling some of these light stories for the first time it's okay um but ooh, cue the tea now so all right so growing up I like I love talking about intimate relationships and I love the concept of love I love human behavior in a nutshell because it's so fascinating to me always has been always will be and I was always fascinated about like intimate relationships from a young age. I remember my first crush was like, I remember his name. I remember like having his photo and I remember it like at the time being in school, like, you know, like when people used to exchange their like photos way back when of like, oh if like you're my friend, God. here's my school photo. Like I used to like cherish my school crushes photo and like I had bit like I had boyfriends since I was like very, very young and like I remember the series well the series of (laughs) relationships that I had right like it was always like I was further along on that and then a lot of my friends so I would always be giving relationship advice guidance etc but like here's the thing they weren't always successful relationships I mean I can I can put a handful of things where I've had relationships where I fought with my partners where I've lost my absolute shit where I've been cheated (laughs) on right like by by actually with one of my best friends so I've had that experience as well like I like I haven't been super the biggest angel ever right so like I've been through it with relationships too. And I have had, you know, some of the lowest moments of my life as well been brought upon me by the wrath of intimate relationships. And so I just want to say that because this is something that I think so many people can relate to. 
And I just want to help everyone that is listening to this episode really help, obviously, from the context, from this frame of like intimate relationships. This is where we see it happening the most because we had a terrible, abusive, traumatic, um, manipulative, gaslighting relationships or a pattern of such in the past. We might struggle to look for a brighter future. You know, I've been with narcissists. I've experienced gaslighting. I've experienced manipulation in my relationships. I've been abused, right? So like when you look at all of these experiences, if I were to just go back and I had at one point, I went back and I analyzed all of my relationships and I looked at how much all of them succeeded. And obviously now none of them did. So I had a scoreboard of zero. All of them failed, right? Whether it was the multiple people I was talking to at once, or I was like, you know, all in on this relationship, all of them failed. But it got me to where I am today. And today I am in the most fulfilling, most in love, most intimately connected relationship I've ever been in in my entire life. I love who I'm with and who I am now more than I ever have in my entire life. And I can say that wholeheartedly Hmm. because I know the path that I committed to after I looked at my past and realized I do not want to repeat that again. And I certainly don't, to everyone who's listening, want my past determining my future. Because it's really, really easy to look at all of the evidence that confirms our belief systems that I'll never find a partner, right? That this, I'll never be good enough for someone like this or that fill in in the blank here, right? Men are trash. Women are this. All Like, you know, all of this, this confirmation of what we want to believe because we're so afraid to be alone. I remember telling myself at one point, I'm going to be this lady with like a thousand cats and I'm never really going to get married. I didn't want to like I didn't want to marry at all because I thought men were trash like at one point. And then I thought my I was trash at one point. Like it was just a whole thing. So wow. if I stuck with that thought pattern, right, because you look at your past and you're like, oh, my God, that failed, that failed, that failed, that failed. But I learned so much through it. Hmm. If I let that all of that confirmation bias determine my future instead of looking at wow, I really learned about people. Wow, I really learned about myself. I've never met myself on a deeper level than I have when I went through the hardest times of my life through intimate relationships, right? If I didn't do that work, no doubt I would be in another failed relationship. And so I speak with people all the time about how they're in that same boat that I was, that be you've been in the past with, where they're letting the past determine the future, right? They're letting that belief system that I'm going to be, you know, this old grown woman with 80 cats and no partner, <laughs> right? Like whatever that is for you, you know, I, I, I speak with people and I coach people with that. And it's really that belief system. If we have that belief system and we don't try to work to develop a different belief system, we don't try to change that script, nothing's really going to change. We're going to constantly have our brains working for us to confine or to find confirmation evidence all the time. I'm so shocked at how amazing these are every time. Like it's the best investment I've made in a very, very long time. So thank you. You have found your purpose, girl, and you are living it out. (laughs) So I want to say 
one quick experience that I had, um, and it was with Alan. He and I were first dating, and I remember it was a couple months into our relationship, and he and I went pretty hot and heavy because that's what I typically do, apparently, when it comes to relationships, right? Lover at heart, and hot and heavy, like all, like really all for this guy. Like I, I was. Here's the best way I could describe it. I was terrified and super excited. Those were the two experiences that I was really in during that infatuation stage. And we were in that infatuation stage. So I would say it was probably like three months into our relationship. And I remember we were talking about something super deep. And all of a sudden we're in my room, sitting on my bed. You know, I want you to envision like the most sacred space ever, right? Because I really try to make my room like the most sacred space. He's got the light like right in her eyes. Um, I got to go fix that. <laughs> I got to try to fix that. I'll I'm finish sorry. The story. All right. So for those of you listening, like Alan right now, if, if you're a new joiner to the show, he is my intimate partner, my lover man, my best friend. You know, like he is so much. Um my I don't want to say other half because it's not like I need him to complete me it's just like this human being that I just adore love admire respect so much right he's he's my guy and three months into this relationship we're sitting on my bed we're talking we're having deep conversations one of my love languages and I'm like really falling in love with this guy Hmm. then all of a sudden what happens he starts crying And I'm over here, someone who has been with narcissistic, manipulative, really egotistical people in the past in relationships who like were cue the like typical stereotypical like egocentric male figure, right? With men that like I really didn't ever see cry unless someone really close to them die. And then maybe then I would see them cry. So he's over here on the bed. I'm falling madly in love with him. Super infatuated with him, right? Like, guy, my dreams. All right, let's talk deep conversations. <laughs> um, and he's crying, and I'm freaking the f out. <laughs> Literally, I remember my whole body almost slightly convulsing, and f- like wow. ready to get up and run. And I tell this story all the time to like our relationship talks clients. And what was happening in that moment was all of my past was coming to me in that moment where I could have let my past determine my future. If I had got up and run and broken that one experience that was so sacred where he felt vulnerable enough to show that part of him, to cry about something and to share in that very intimate emotional space with me. If I got up and left, there's no way in hell we would have worked out Mm. because I couldn't meet him there. Instead, in that moment, I challenged myself, which I wouldn't have done in the past. I challenged myself to not let my past determine my future. And what I did instead is I sat there with him. And seeing that man cry, the man of my dream, seeing him cry, and then seeing my dreams, seeing my past, and then seeing him right there crying, I'm like, I didn't ever connect that man crying right here in my bed would connect to the future that I've always wanted and I've always mm-hmm. wanted and never felt like I could get near. And in that moment, I challenged myself. I could have very much let my past, my conditioning, what I was used to, all of that confirmation bias of like, Em, you've had a ton of failed relationships. You know, guys, guys like this, like they're not safe, right? They're not good for you. All these thoughts could have come in in that moment, which they did, by the way, like run, was the first thought. (laughs) But had I really listened to those thoughts, which by the way, 
because all of what I knew from my past to try to keep me safe, right? If I listened to those thoughts, I would never be where I am today. My future would not be the same. And so while that's on the intimate space and hopefully everyone can relate to an experience like that or have one in their path, you will have what I call that micro moment. And it was micro, but it was a macro moment for me because I I could have let those thoughts determine a very different future. And Alan and I, I will tell you right now, we would not be in love. We would not be in a relationship. We would not be where we are today. Hmm. if I let that past determine my future. Your future is only going to look like your past if you make decisions from your past. Like if you take everything that happened to you and you use that as how you make decisions. And now granted, there's some situations where that makes sense. Like our brain optimizes for that, right? Like our brain was made for that. Mm. Because it's easier because it keeps us safe, right? If you see something moving on the floor, book it. It could be a snake. <laughs> it could be it's a gonna be a critter. I'm not going near it. I don't care. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that I'm in like a whole different energy now because of that stupid shade. Oh my god. Anyways, the the way that you make your future look different than your past is by using what you know to help you but not to determine everything right so amelia for example amelia looked at her past and was like i've been with really bad people Mm. and i've done some bad things right i'm she'll she's the first one to fess up to that and so am i she used it as a guidepost to be like, this is what I don't want. I already, I've already been through that. I don't want that. Yeah. But she didn't use that and make a meaning, right? Because it's about the meaning that you give to it. She didn't take that and make it mean every man under the sun is terrible and let me just never go forward. Because mm. she wouldn't have what she has now. I wouldn't have the life that I have now if I believed that I'm just a worthless, unlovable person who's never going to amount to anything, mm-hmm. right? I never would have attracted Amelia, Alan, Kevin, all of these amazing people into my life and become who I am if I continuously let my past make me believe I'm still that person and I'm never going to change because I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be doing the things that I'm doing if that were true. And the same can be true for you. Your past does not predict your future. Mm. And the only way it will is if you keep using the past and making really harmful meanings from it Mm. about yourself, about the world, and about other people. Hmm. Yeah, it's like if I assign that meaning, poor <laughs> Alan, he's such a sweetheart. And honestly, like, good on him. Genuinely, like, I look at all the men that I've experienced, be it teachers, be it coaches, be it um, past boyfriends, be it like brother, dad, like all family members, like, you don't see men cry. There's a huge problem there. 
Crying is a natural part of a human experience. I don't care the gender. And in that moment, I really could have assigned a different meaning. And I tried. Like my brain, you can tell, it tried. It was like I assigned a meaning of like men crying equals weak, right? Because that was the formula that I was running before. That was what I was conditioned to believe. Yeah. Right? And I had to assign a different meaning where crying equals vulnerable, vulnerability equals strength. And that was the meaning that I assigned. I chose, even though everything inside of me was struggling, I chose a different meaning. And man, my vulnerability journal or journey since then has been challenged. And that's the thing. I think that determining our future based on the meaning that we assign now is one of the most challenging things because I think we have to meet ourselves in a space that we never intended to and that we tried to run away from the whole time. So well said, my friend. It's a whole episode thing. suggestion? My, yeah, my episode suggestion is 91 for everyone um, who wants to continue this conversation, which is how to evolve your definition of love. Hmm. Mine is an oldie. Number 18, how your thoughts are screwing you. Ooh, I love that. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry for the buffoonery that was me trying to fix my shape. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty entertaining. <laughs> you know, if you have, if you're listening to this, definitely go on YouTube and De- watch, check a girl out because she was literally beating up her shade. We couldn't see it, but <laughs> uh, oh, all talk. right, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye, Bye everyone. We know firsthand how important it is to have a safe space with people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so that while you venture into new territories of your growth, you can get in a room with others who are too. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. What's great too is that you don't even need to have your camera or mic on. You can just listen in. Click the link in the show notes to register for the next topic to kickstart your growth. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every Friday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a place where you can connect with us live and in a fun, lighthearted way. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses and These are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Names and identifiable personal details mentioned in respective podcast episodes and stories may have been changed to protect personal privacy and identity.